Welcome to the QAC Team Podcast Series with your host, Charles Luttrell. Our series features leaders and business owners in your community discussing the customer experience, employee satisfaction, and performance improvement. Our series will help share strategic ideas for coaching and mentoring through mystery shopping in a post-pandemic economy. And now here's your host, Charles Luttrell. Good morning, listeners. My next guest with me today, put the brakes on his truck, put down the spatula, and giving me some time for a podcast. Chef Randy, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you this morning? I'm pretty good. Yourself? Beautiful day. It is. Beautiful weather. So, tell us who you are and what you do. I'm Chef Randy. I own a food truck called Cowboy Eats out of well, we're out of Baltimore County, Harford County, Cecil County, Baltimore City. Uh, I create some of the most delicious, handmade, cook in front of you meals that you'll have, and you can verify that from my six plus thousand followers and likes. Uh, but we go all around this pretty much the state, serving our delicious food, making people happy. I have to agree. Uh, some of the reviews I've looked at, they are raving about your burger. Yeah, we, we have a unique blend of burger that we buy from, uh, we put up, buy our meat from Rosetta Beef out in Moncton. Uh, nice. Top of the line beef, you know, for our top of line customers. So, you know, we don't just throw stuff together. We, we, we make quality, you know, quality our main priority. Right. Absolutely. So why did you decide to be a business owner? What, what drove you to this? Well, I've been a chef in the brick and mortar for a while and, uh, you know, that's got its perks and it's got its, you know, ups and downs, obviously. But, you know, I was thinking one day, you know what, 2017, I, I, a light went off of my head and I was like, you know what, food trucks are getting pretty big out west and down south. I said, this could be the opportunity I had to, you know, start my own venture and with the help from others and drive and ability and networking, here we go. And then kabam, <laughs> two years awesome. COVID hits. <laughs> yeah. You and everybody else, man, it, it put the brakes on everything, didn't it? Well, I can tell you this. If anybody said they had a contingency plan for COVID, they're bullcrapping you because there is no way. But I did come up with something that actually went nationwide. I was on the news about it and everything. Um, I came up with this idea that, okay, people in quarantine – but we're not, we're exempt. We can go out. And so I, I come together with a plan in like three days and I was in a food truck association and I called my president. She goes, no, that won't work because they won't let people out. So I said, I got an idea. So I came up with the idea of uh, neighborhoods unite. So what I did is we would go out with my food truck and two workers with their cars. We'd set up in the neighborhood. People would pre-order the food we give us our address, their name and all that stuff. And we would deliver it from the food truck to their doorstep and then leave. So there was no interaction at all. Mm-hmm. And it took off after it was on WBAL news and WJZ and WMAR, it exploded everywhere. Wow. So you were your own DoorDash and Uber Eats. You didn't need any of those. <laughs> exactly. Because, <laughs> and it was actually, it kept us above water to be honest with you, Chuck, because it was mm-hmm. a pretty challenging situation. COVID for a lot of people. I mean, people are out there losing their businesses, their homes, their livelihoods, their everything, their lives. So, you know mm-hmm. what, when you're pushed against the wall like that, as driven as I am in this industry, you know, you have to come up with contingency plans 
and a short notice to, to stay alive. Right. So rewind a little bit. You talked about a brick and mortar. Now, was that that was did you shut that down prior to COVID? No, was that I, like a... I started to build a food truck in 2016. And I told okay. the, the individual I was working for at the time that, listen, I'm building a food truck. And as soon as it's done, I'm out. So they were in agreement with all that. And uh, so August, no, June of 2017, I get a phone call from the company that was building it. And they said, it's done, ready to be picked up. So here we are. Six years gotcha. later, almost. Yeah, my next question was going to be, why did you choose your industry? And, you know, you said you've been in the food industry for quite some time working in into brick and mortars and you just transitioned from the brick and mortar right into the food truck and the transition was pretty smooth or how, how'd it go? It's, it's as smooth as you make it. I mean, there, there's a lot of, a lot of hurdles you got to cross before you can get licensed in the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drive was already there with food. I mean, being a chef, you, you create things, whether it's for somebody else's restaurant or yourself. So what you do is you just you, you get all the ducks in a row and then all the ducks back up because you think you got everything you needed. And so wham, you get something else from one of the counties or, you know, state level inspections that, you know, it wasn't an easy process to, by no means. So people out there, if you're thinking about building a food truck, it's great. It's great. You have to have a lot of drive and a lot of time on your hand because it's, it's a lot of hours, but then you got to deal with the, the different jurisdictions and their licensing regulations through Comar. So it's, it's different each county. It's crazy, but it is each county has their different regulations and, it's a it's a hurdle that if you bought a food truck today, the whatever the day is, the 12th of April, be completely satisfied if you can have it up and running by the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. It's just a ta- it's just a lengthy process. It's just not something. OK, I'm building it. Here I go. I'm selling my food now. <laughs> right. And I was going to ask you about that because I know I've talked to several food truck owners. And one of the, the challenges seems to be the reciprocities on the different counties getting the license. And do you do you think about could there be another way that these counties can do something to fix the problem that that's causing, or is this just something that's going to have to? I honestly, happen? I honestly think, think it's just a. Uh, if you want my honest opinion, I believe it's just a you know a money thing that each county you know they get so much money for each department in their jurisdiction. So I think that you know the reciprocity isn't really that hard. It's just you know if you're compliant in your vehicle in your, in your food truck and all that uh-huh. you should have no problem getting uh you know any kind of reciprocity in any part of the county like see pennsylvania now they offer you one license for the whole state and covers the whole state forever you pay one fee and wow I, I i would love to see that in maryland as well as the other hundreds of food truck operators in the state it's never going to happen because each jurisdiction has their own laws and that you gotta abide by right right yeah, that's um, one of my next questions. You know, we talked about what are some of the challenges you face. That's probably the biggest, right? So what other challenges does a food truck face, you know, especially now, you know, well, COVID and everything? I don't think you're going to talk to any business owner that's not going to say that the, one of the largest challenges is your help. Uh, thank goodness I got a group of, of girls and guys that, that, you know, are on the go that, that like what they do and, you know, besides that, I mean, now the food chain's getting a little bit better, but there for a while it was crazy trying to get supplies. But, you know, that's then. This is now. We move forward, not backwards. So, you know, challenges, I mean, the weather, 
I mean, all kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine the weather was definitely a challenge. Six weeks in a row, it's rained on the weekend. And that, you know, our big, I mean, we stay busy during the week doing corporate lunches and things like that. But the weekends, you know, we go to these breweries and all that stuff. And it, you have weather like today, there'll be thousands of people there, which drives our business, obviously. Yeah, I have a um, a picture when I first went after 410 Empanadas um, with Gladys and great John. People. Gladys and John, know. great people. Yeah, they are. And I got a picture of me on the parking lot. It was raining, cold, and they get out of my car. I'm like, man, I got to go up here and order these empanadas. It's like, do I really want to do this? I'm like, I got to do this. You know, I, I got to do this. I got out of the car and it was cold. And, and I walked up there and you know, introduced myself. And it was, it, was a, it was a great time. But the weather was definitely a factor trying to chase them down a couple of times. You know, it was amazing. <laughs> We're kind of behind the eight ball with Mother Nature, but we love her. <laughs> yeah right well now the weather's getting better so it's looking like you know more people are going to be getting out so you do corporate events as well do you do um do you still do like um the neighborhood events and things like that or is it just pretty much corporate and catering we do probably three or four neighborhoods a month uh there there's so much and, and nothing against any neighborhood we do because we do have a minimum to go to these neighborhoods but Mm-hmm. there's so much like the fire departments we go to now they're they're so packed with people that just want to get out don't want to cook you yeah. know relax with their kids or whatever they got sports so you know tuesday wednesdays and thursdays we're at different firehouses uh i'd like to keep monday open or i gotta replenish the stock from the local farms when available and all that stuff so it never really goes that way for me because i'll get a phone call on friday hey, can you help me monday and of course i'm gonna do it but <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that real quick. I know um, you talk about uh, farm to table, right? Or should we say yeah. farm to food truck, right? Yes, farm to truck to you. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. So the freshest ingredients, you get them from local farms? We do. We It's coming up on that season, uh, obviously when available. Uh, right, right, right. From Rosetta, which is local in Baltimore County, we get our chicken from uh, right across the line of PA. You know, we try to we try to help out every small farmer from Hopkins and having grass to Grimmel to, you know, everybody Rigdon's everybody local that, you know, Jones's that we can help out, you know, just, I always believe in paying it forward and, and buying local, you know, cause we all work hard. You're not going to find, you know, too many business operators that, that don't work their butts off. I, you know, that's very well said. I noticed that when I talked to, you know, a lot of food trucks, a lot of business owners, you know, one of the, the best things about it is how passionate that they are, you know, about what they do and, and how they do things and the support that they give to the local communities, you know? Yeah, I mean, you we honestly, I could not do it, number one, without my employees and number two, without our customers. You know, it's yeah. it's so important and we totally appreciate our customer base, whether they're new, they're, they're repeat customers and all, they're word of mm-hmm. mouth. You know, it, it's just, it's an amazing feeling when you, have that many people that, you know, whether you're driving down the road and they beat the horn and wave to you to hang out the window, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a good feeling for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's one of the things I love when I, when I see a food truck going down the road, I'm like, where are they going? Can I stop and check out their food? I want to interview them. You know? exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is uh, honestly the, the vehicle, the vessel that I have built is a commercial kitchen on wheels. So I can do just about anything that a restaurant can do and some. So, but, you know, the, 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 going back to the challenge things is that, you know, we go to these breweries and all and once in a while, not much, but once in a while we'll get it. We haven't in a couple like a year or so, but because people are getting it. But 
you know, we have these long lines, you know, yeah. we're the only us and maybe another food truck. We both have the same line, but here's the thing that people are complaining about, Oh, it takes me an hour and 10, 15 minutes to get my food. Well, that's not true because here's the truth. I have a timer on my truck that I hit when we get orders. So the, what, what's getting, it's like I said, it's getting better now. People get it, but what people kind of misunderstand is that no, it takes you 35, 40 minutes to get to me to order. Right. And you get your food. So then I can see your hour, you know, but it's not going to take you more than 12 to 22 minutes. Depends. You know what I mean? On what they order. Once right. you order your food to have it in your mouth. Right. It's just a wait to get to the order. You know what I mean? So I hope we can clarify that situation with people that have a have an issue with saying they have to wait an hour. And now I'm not saying it doesn't happen certain places. It may. I'm not going to ever put down another food truck operator, but. You know, it's we're we're a vessel that cooks it right in front of you. It's fresh. It's right. it's not fast food. Fast food's not good. Good, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And when I looked up your reviews, you get you know your reviews are great. They talk about the food, you know, the burger. Again, they were like shocked that they couldn't figure out if it was the cheese, the burger, or the right. bacon that made the burger, right? And then you, you go to the reviews that talk about I waited forever for my food. Well. It's a food truck, right? And I know you know um, DJ from Don's Dog Cart. And, um, you know, we talked about the same thing. We went to Hopkins Brewery and, oh, my God, I was in line waiting for over an hour right. for, you know, two hot dogs. But I was okay with that because, you know, that's why I'm there. And the total wait for the hot dog was not even, I don't know, 10 minutes, you know? Right. Like so a- it, it's amazing how people are so critical, you well, know, right. over the little things like that, right? Do you go to a brewery to have beer or do you go to a brewery to eat or both? So if you go, there's lines for the beer too. I mean, it's, it's a line. You put that kind of volume into a small space. It's going to take time. Relax. Enjoy the opportunity while you're at that location. Just enjoy it. You're, yeah. you're able to do that while we're working. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what I was going to say. You know, take in the, the moment that you're relaxed you're waiting in line for some delicious food or some great beer from a brewery. Right. And just enjoy that moment that you have to get a chance to do this, this freedom that you have. You know? Exactly. Cause you're not, yeah. gonna, you're not going to rush me. I can tell you that. I yeah. Mean, dude, it's got to cook and it's yeah. got properly and it's got to be quality. You know, I will never, ever, you might want to note this too. I will never jeopardize my quality for anyone's value ever. Yeah. I think that's a great line. You know, I mean, do it right. That way every customer is satisfied with the product that you put out. Right. Right. Cause that one customer talks to 10 people that talks to 10 people and there's our marketing, you know, says, right. you know marketing. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So how do we contact you? How do we find you? Well, a few different ways. I have a, a person, a friend of mine, Eric, that does my Facebook and my Instagram page. And we have a cowboy eats one.com website that i honestly don't ever go on sorry but um our phone number is 410-808-159 and uh i'll tell you what chuck for uh doing podcast i'd like to offer any of your customers that that mentioned this that they've listened to this podcast a 15 percent discount if they mention the podcast when they come up to my truck i'll appreciate that thank you no problem we appreciate, really appreciate you get our customers yeah absolutely and were you you going to be anywhere close coming up um Yes. As a matter of fact, today we're at Darlington Firehouse from four to eight up in uh, northern Harford, northwestern, eastern Harford County. Tomorrow, Friday, we'll be at Hopkins Farm Brewing from 12 to 830. 
and say tentatively weather pending, of course, because it's the weekend. Yeah. Uh, the Bel Air Kite Festival and uh, at Rockfield Manor right there in the town of Bel Air. That's usually a couple thousand, three thousand people show up for that. Hey, listeners, QAC team here. We interrupt this podcast to offer business owners an opportunity to take advantage of our free business analysis. We will visit your location to assess food quality, timing, customer service, and cleanliness. From the web, visit QACteam.com and click on free analysis and consultation at the top of the page. While you are there, to sponsor a podcast or be featured, click on Feature Me. For mobile users, select from the menu options. We look forward to helping your business grow. Now, are there multiple food trucks there, or will it be just you? It'll be us, our friends from Love Crust Pizza, and our friends from Kona Ice of Bel Air. Oh, Kona Ice, cool. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that festival worked, if there were more than one food truck there or not. Yeah, it's a, it's you get a day like today, it's it's good. It's very good. People enjoy themselves. They enjoy the food. Right. Balls, sun. So, yeah, we look forward to, to, to helping out the town of Bel Air as much as we can. Just like anything, anytime Cowboy Eats can help anyone, we do. We pay it forward, you know, whether it's with uh, Sark or I have a friend of mine, Derek, that runs uh, Char Hope up in uh, Whiteford. Uh-huh. That it's, it's an organization that helps out people that need stuff. You know, listen, I was in the volunteer fire department for 30 years, and it's so gratifying when you can help somebody in the need. So why not pay it forward when I can doing what I do now? Absolutely. That's great. Absolutely. So you serve Hartford, Cecil, Hartford County, Cecil County, Baltimore County, Baltimore City? Yes, sir. That's that's, that's pretty wide. Awesome. It's kind of funny because I'll see people and they'll be like, how many trucks do you have? <laughs> I, I swear to gosh, I saw you in Pennsylvania and then the next day I saw you in Baltimore. <laughs> true. It happens. That's great that you get... You get to travel around, man. You get to be known, you know? Yeah, to get the brand out is the biggest thing, you know, quality. You know, it's 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 all it's a process that you you know, like I said, I'm very driven and I I want my customers to have the best meal they can. And sure, you're gonna get people that are haters, but you know, it it's really not that big of a deal if you think about what they're thinking, because I really do believe that there's some people that just you can never make happy. So why not all the ones that I can make happy happy? And that'll go longer than one bad review. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you're going to have, like you said, you're going to have people who are not happy with anything, you know, and I talked to a couple of um, people about this yesterday and, you know, the, the way I worded it was, let's say you wake up in the morning, you have a bad day, bad morning, something goes wrong. And then you go to a restaurant for lunch. You're already in a bad mood and you opened up your silverware and it was food on the fork. So now it ruined the whole experience because you had food on your fork. But rather than giving that restaurant a hard time, how did they make it right? You know, but no, you give them a one star because, oh, I had a bad time because my fork was dirty. You know, that's the problem with with this industry. It doesn't matter. Like I said, you can 99 out of 100 people, you can make happy as can be. And that's that one person that takes that one, that 10 minutes to go on behind a computer, hide behind a computer and make a review. You know, that one review knocks us down. It takes like seven to 10 to 15 good reviews to build that one little half a point back up. People don't understand that. We bust our asses, you know? Yeah. And it's easier to fit. come right to the back of my truck if you have a problem. I will fix your problem. Yeah. You know, so going behind a, a computer and bashing us for the hard work that we do for the other 99 people that are happy with us. 
Right. Well, I'm, I'm glad we had this conversation because you're the first to hear this. I'm working on a little bit of a side project with my podcast and I'm going to do some videos with it. Mm-hmm. I'm working on fixing that problem. So my goal is to gather these reviews. And since I do mystery shopping, I'm going to start doing these undercover mystery shops for places mm-hmm. and give my non-biased review of exactly what happened so it can help these bad reviews. For example, let's say you get these one stars, right? And then when I go and do it, we don't get many. <laughs> I post it, right? Oh, obviously you don't, right? You know, and then we get we posted about look, you know, this isn't true about this place. They might have had a three and a half or you know two and a half or three star reviews, but yet look at what they're doing. Look at the good side of it, you know. Yeah, I like like I said, all you need. To, I own the truck. It's my brand. It's my business. It's my you know my livelihood. I will right. any issue you have with anything on my truck, just come to me. Either come to me, call me. I'll make it right. You know, it's not. It's it, like I said, we work too hard to get a, a bad person in a bad mood to, to trash us with a behind a computer when they could fix it face to face. I'm a great guy to deal with. Trust me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I've met you twice. You know, you're a great guy. Can't wait to. Uh, I'm I'm heading south today, so it looks like I will catch you tomorrow. Yeah, they're heading complete opposite direction as us today. Exactly. I'm going. I'm going way down. By the airport today. Whoop. They got a lot of good food trucks down there too. I'll have to scope them out, see if I can't find somebody to interview. Right. It's a great idea. If you have anybody else that wants to interview, you know, match them up, let me know. I'll uh, get them on and um, be ahead to interview and get them some, you know, some airtime. Like I said before, we appreciate anything you guys do for us. And, you know, we, we, we drives us even more to, to appreciate our customer base our new customers, like I said, our loyal customers and, you know, any other business that, that we can help out, we will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Randy, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to come talk to me and get this out of the way. And, and it's a pleasure talking to you. Can't wait to, to check out your food and I want to try a burger. Yeah. <laughs> see, well, see what we got on the Cowboy Eats. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy Eats. Like I said, we appreciate our customers, Marilyn. We, we appreciate you and, we look forward to seeing you, whether it's in Baltimore, Harford County, Cecil County, you know, right. it doesn't matter. We, we truly do appreciate our customers. Right. And let's just recap that real quick. So you want to give a little bit of a percentage, anybody listen to the podcast? I do. I, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Podcast and mentions that they listen to this podcast. I'll give them a 15% discount. 15% discount. There you go, listeners. You heard it. Yes. Awesome. It'd be my pleasure. Appreciate you, Randy. Thank you so much, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I like I said, I appreciate you coming on and taking the time. All right, man. Let's get hungry. Let's do it. Let's eat. All right. Take care, you. everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the QAC Team Podcast with your host, Charles Luttrell. Today, we took you beyond the restaurant table and into the kitchen with leaders and business owners in your community. For more information, visit us at qacteam.com or Facebook and Instagram at qac.team. Thanks for listening.